This show is a proud member of the Nerdy Legion Podcast Network. Get more at nerdylegion.com. Enjoy the show! Spoiler alert! What Did You Watch This Week is a candid discussion about recent movies and TV shows, and it may contain spoilers if you haven't watched them yet. Listen at your own risk. Episode number 345. That's three, four, five. What did you watch this week? My name is Mike. My name is John. And, uh, sequential order episodes. I always like those. What, what do you mean? Oh, three, four, five. Three, I four, gotcha. five. Yeah. I got gotcha. you. I smell what you're cooking now. Picking up what I'm putting down? I am picking it up and wafting in the uh, aroma. I got, this, uh, I got this new shirt at Beans. It's like a, it's a flannel shirt kind of. It's got the, the snap buttons, so it's fancy, you know. But it's, it's not, it's like waffle lined, not like thin, thick, like thermal fleece, but like a, like a Henley shirt okay. kind of thing, lined. Yeah. Man, it's nice. Oh, <laughs> it's, it's really nice. <laughs> nice. I like yeah. it when you find a shirt like that where you're like, oh, this just hits right. Well, I was hesitant to buy it too. Uh, I mean, it was on sale for 40 bucks, but we had seen it at the outlet store, like the same exact one. And it was roughly the same price with their discount, but yeah, I was hesitant uh, color and this and that maybe didn't look the best on me. And then we were up at the actual flagship store later on at LLB and, um, and looking around in the clearance section and they had literally like, I didn't recognize that it was the same exact color, but I put it on and Kate, she was like, Oh, that's the same exact color as the one they had down at the outlet. And now I guess on uh, the second, second look around, she was just like, no, it really is nice looking. So I did end up picking it up and uh, I'm exceptionally happy. I did because nice. even though it's 67 in here, it just feels cold in here. <laughs> Ready for the big storm tomorrow. Oh, yeah, whatever. I don't know. It went from two inches to eight inches back to six inches to, I don't know, inches. <coughs> and then inches 40 degrees. Measurement. Yeah, the mid-40s and rain on Thursday. And then nor'easter for Friday, but only for wind and whatnot. Not really a lot of snow. Hmm. But. I wonder, I always think like... Uh, so this past week, of course, you know, the state offices were closed at 430 on um, yeah on Wednesday because Thursday was, you know, oh, it's going to be a huge storm. So she closed 430 on Wednesday and it was really not that bad. I mean, there was snow, but it, it was yeah. not the storm of the century that they were calling for. So part of me wonders if she sees that and goes, well, fuck it. I'm not I'm not closing again. You know, almost like, uh, you know, tomorrow we're supposed to get six inches. She's like, no, no, I'm not closing because last time they fooled me. Those weathermen fooled me and I'm not going to let it yeah. fool me again. Yeah, yeah. Fool me one, shame on you. Fool me twice, shame on me. And, and for those wondering when I'm saying she, it's the governor. So because she closes down the state offices 
And yeah. <sighs> yeah, I know. We'll see. We'll see what happens ultimately at the end. But um, yeah, whatever. It is what it is. Yep. I, I didn't watch a lot this week. I don't know about. Well, I think I watched. A, I somehow watched a ton this week, and I don't. I don't even know how that was possible. Quite frankly. Um. But yeah, I, I did manage to watch a, a, a way more than I anticipated. Hmm. Okay. Yeah, I got uh, seven movies in. Damn. I actually went to the movie theater twice. For the same movie? Nope, two different Cause, movies. Because that would be weird. Nope, two different movies. But I went to I went to the movies twice. I saw. Well, I'll talk about it later in the movies section. Yeah. Um, and I, we did finally catch up. Like I think we had four episodes of 1923 to watch to finish the season, and mm-hmm. we watched three of them. And then Kate was like, "Ah, let's hold off on watching the last one until later this week when we have nothing to watch." Um, <laughs> and did part of you go, "No, I want to finish it." No, honestly, after those three episodes, I'd had enough because I mean, like one was 70 minutes long, one was 57 minutes long, one was 51 minutes long, and it was just wow. a lot, quite frankly. That is a lot. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I even I watched a three-hour movie this past week, but I, I broke it up over a couple days because <laughs> it was three hours long. Yeah, that's ridiculous. Yeah, I mean, which is funny because like I've been to the theater to see some three-hour movies like uh, Endgame. You know, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and then even Spider-Man, like um, uh, No Way Home was was quite lengthy. Yep. yep. Um, I saw that in theaters. Oh, and the, the Batman movie I saw in the theater. Yeah. Um, and that was three hours long, but it didn't it didn't feel it. It was fine. This this one would have felt all of its three hours. Mm. Yeah. Then it's probably good that you broke it up. Yeah. 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 But um. Uh, was there any quantum leap on? There was not. Okay. Yeah. I no think, ghosts. No quantum I think leap. One of these weeks, uh, quantum leap has like two episodes on. I think it's next week. Okay. Check. No CSI. Oh yeah, tonight uh, there's episode yeah. thirteen, and I think episode fourteen. No, mm-hmm. episode fourteen is a week from now. I thought maybe not. I thought I'd seen something where it was like back to back episodes, but. Yeah, there'll be a new episode tonight. I mean, uh, I watched Roseanne. I still, I mean, Roseanne. I watched The Connors. I still like that. I've actually have been watching How I Met Your Father. Is it good? Well, like I got halfway I don't know. through the first season. So, like, we got like so we got Sandy Bottoms uh, at the beginning of an episode. So that was fun to see him back and nice. And they've already shown us Barney, but didn't get the story behind it until like, later in the season. Sandy Rivers. I say Sandy Bottoms. Yeah, I know. Sandy Rivers. And and then, you know, we get Barney later in the season. They've already showed us showed us him like one like they used to do like, oh, the goat. But we'll talk about that later. You know, you mm. just see the goat. Same thing with Barney. We'll talk gotcha. about that later. Um, uh, it's It's not a bad show. It just doesn't. It's not how I met your mother. Fair you enough. Know? Not many things are. Yeah. For better or worse. Exactly. So, um, yeah, I don't have a big sell on it. I did watch, I forgot, I meant to talk about it last week. I watched that new Joel McHale show, Animal Control. How's that one? That's on my list. It was okay. Hmm. 
just another you know, sitcom. It's just it, it, it's very formulaic. Uh, they're just animal control officers instead of police officers. It's heavy comedy. There's a boss that is basically over her head, but everyone likes her because she's a pushover. Uh, of course, everyone also thinks she's pretty. There's the vet that everyone thinks is pretty, and even the girls want to have sex with her. And there's, you know, uh, the, Joel McHale's like the new boss that. And I joined Roblox. And I joined Roblox. This was like the screen of play the games. Oh, that's crazy. Um. You know, they have, like, uh, Joel McHale's got a new partner, who, but he's a lone wolf and doesn't want a partner, and so he shits on him, and then by the end of the episode, he's like, I'm going to, you know, I, I'm going to be... It's just not... Yeah. Okay. Yeah. It, I mean, it, I didn't watch the second episode. Yeah. It looked to me like, um, you know, oh, this will be a sitcom that might have some fun jokes, but it didn't look like an intelligent sitcom. You know, it didn't look no. like community or, no. you know, something no, of no. that. Yeah. So, but okay. I watched the first season of Abbott Elementary and thought that was kind of just ho hum. Um, and that just won a Screen Actors Guild for Best Ensemble Cast in a Comedy. I was going to say that show, every time I turn around, people are talking about it like it is gold. Like and maybe the second the season got better. I don't know. Yeah. Maybe I should watch the second season. I, I have to. I think I have to check it out earnestly. Yeah. I put it I put on the first episode in the background way back because um, you had said you were watching it. So I was like, oh, but I never really gave it a fair shake. Yeah, I mean, so. Kate and I both kind of watched it. We both kind of like, yeah, it's a ring. Mm. Okay. Maybe we both owe it to them to check it out again. Yeah, perhaps, I guess. I mean, <laughs> yeah. But yeah, everyone's saying it's just, it's phenomenal. And, yeah. And it won the Screen Actors Guild and uh, for best uh, comedy. Yeah. Uh, or the cast of a comedy, whatever. It's amazing. Like, like I said, every time I scroll through my news feed, it's just Abbott Elementary this. Why aren't you watching Abbott Elementary? Or yeah. even like new shows will come out and they'll compare them to Abbott Elementary. Yeah. They'll be like, well, it's no Abbott Elementary. Well, I mean, like the first season was 13 episodes and then they got a full 22 episode second season. Mm-hmm. So that must mean something. Yep. Um, maybe I'll check it out. Uh, I didn't watch any more Lockwood and Company. I haven't watched any more Hunters. Uh, like I told you, like I mentioned, I can't think it was off air. We watched a bunch of 1923, watched like three episodes. Um, yep. I enjoy the show. We got one episode left to watch, so we'll watch that this week sometime. Nice. I know you're not watching it at all. Um, no, just doesn't seem like my thing. You know, it's funny. Everyone's like, oh, watch Yellowstone. You'll love Yellowstone. You'll love Yellowstone. It's so great. It's so great. But my wife is like, yeah, I'm watching it. You wouldn't like it at all. <laughs> There's way too much drama, like ridiculous drama that we don't have on, you know, uh, 1923 or 1883. And, you know, you know, none of those shows didn't have that drama that this, you know, that it's a different drama, but not the absurd. Like, I'm going to call it CW drama. Oh, yeah, I know exactly what you mean. Yeah. Yeah. Ugh. I have people asking me like, Oh, are you watching the last season of the flash? Yeah. Yeah. I'm like, no, <laughs> I haven't watched the last three or four seasons of the flash. So, well, I was told that they're bringing a bunch of people back. 
great. Yeah. Good for them, as as the kids say. Yeah. <laughs> I'll say, um, I I don't know if I talked about it last time, but we finished part one of season four of you. Um, it it really picked up starting on episode three. Yeah. And uh, they left it on a cliffhanger, but I. I think that it's the wrong cliffhanger. Like, I think that they're, I think it's a red herring kind of thing. Like okay. they did a, they did a bombshell reveal and I'm like, I don't think so. I, I think that there's something else. Cause if that's the case, then this is lame and this is dumb. Um, uh, we finished tonight. Extraordinary. Um, the eighth episode of season one, the show's great. Uh, this episode was phenomenal. And, yeah. uh, I, I did that thing. Julie and I have been talking about this. I've been seeing it on TikTok, and apparently it's a thing for people like me. But um, I, I did that thing where we were like two minutes, three minutes into the episode, and I was like, oh, blah, blah, blah. And she's like, oh, my God, I think you're right. And then it turned out I was right. And, you know, it's the village all over again. Uh, so you mean like the village? Yeah. Yeah, apparently people on TikTok are talking about people like me and saying that uh, we suck because yeah. we we ruin enjoyment of movies and shows because we see the patterns and we say, oh, this is going to happen. And then people go, keep your fucking mouth shut so that you don't tell us what's going to happen. So it's funny because like when we went and saw The Village, or we're sitting there and I'm watching it and I'm like, man, I really hope this isn't taking place today and that, you know – I just hope I hope that's not the twist. And you lean over and go, I think the twist is that it's taking place in current times. So I was like, fuck, if he's thinking it, then it has to be because we're both <laughs> thinking it, you know? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, uh, you're like, oh, I meant to say out. Th- I meant to say before we got here, I think this takes place in current times. Mm-hmm. And I was just like, damn it. I think you're right. Because <laughs> I was thinking the same thing, but I didn't want to say it. Uh uh, um, Still, nothing yeah. as good as uh, as when you kept trying to get me to watch Firefly and I refused mm. because the show was canceled. And why would yep. I want to waste time on a canceled show? Which, hey, that's like everyone today. Like, oh, yeah. this is a great show on Netflix. You should watch me. Hold on a second. Oh, yeah, canceled after the first season. Pass. Yep. And then you're like, oh, but there's a movie coming. I'm like, I don't give a shit if there's a movie coming out. Like, I'm not going to get attached emotionally to these characters. I'm never going to see again. And then I watched the trailer, not knowing what it was. And it was at that time when we couldn't share trailers on our phones. <laughs> and we're at the theaters and the trailer comes on. I'm like, oh, this is that movie I was telling you about that looks awesome. This, this is that one that's like a space cowboy western that I want you to check out. My jaw hit the floor and I was like, I fucking hate you. Well, it wasn't called Firefly. It was called Serenity. And you went, this yeah. is fucking Firefly. I went, oh, oh, yeah, I'll watch that then. <laughs> and I think that made you even more mad. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. It sure did. Like, no, you won't bullshit. <laughs> okay. Oh. Yeah. Uh, but yes, I would recommend Extraordinary. Like, you liked Dead Pixels. It's the same yes. kind of energy. It's the same vibe. And, uh, you know, I really enjoyed it. It's a good half-hour, you know, Irish-British comedy. Mm-hmm. I definitely give it a sell. Okay, I'll have to check it out. I did not watch the season finale of Young Rock. Oh, that was the season finale? Yeah, I, okay. I, I basically essentially forgot. 
I meant to. Like I had, oh, I gotta watch that, and then I just I completely forgot. Gotcha. It, it was it was good. Um, I was wondering as I was watching it if it was the season finale, uh, and then you confirmed it. So yeah, yeah, I may watch it after we get done. Uh, honestly, this could have been a season finale, uh, series finale, um, but I don't know. Just the 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 way that he was talking and wrapping things up. It felt like it could have been a series finale, but I, I, don't, I know. don't know if it's been renewed for a fourth season yet. So it, maybe it is. Perhaps it is a solid show. I mean, yes. I do enjoy it. Like it is one I would give a hard sell to yep. regardless if you're a wrestling fan or not. Same. Yeah. Um, but yeah, the only other two shows I can think of that I watched this week besides Curse of Oak Island, which my wife and I have decided that we hate watch. <laughs> because we want it to be good and it's just not that's too bad yeah it really is it's when we put it on it's like let's just get it over with <laughs> and it's like yeah i feel like taking a nap anyways oh like yeah. we were with manifest at the end there yes yes <laughs> but so you but said no. there were only two other shows but there should be at least three well probably four uh I or if you watch two- night court Oh, I did catch up on Night Court. Okay. Again, I, I don't know. Who cares? It's, it's right. I mean, it's I I I kind of enjoy it. Um, but it's just it's just another sitcom. Yep. It's and, just nothing and, special about it. And, and like it, a generic '80s sitcom, honestly. Oh, like it really is. The laugh track and the yeah Subway Court and yeah 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 very generic '80s and. So you should have three up there. I got Picard. Yep. The Last of Us. Yep. And what's the other one? Poker Face. Oh yeah, yeah, Poker Face. Yeah. Um. Well, I'll say that week, we uh, we did uh, season three episodes one through four of Mr. Robot. Okay. <clears throat> and, That's a good uh, jump. It's it's getting better. Like the third season starts off a little rough. You know, the second season, we start off with him, you know, in jail. But, you know, we don't know that he's in jail till midway through the third season, though, just starts off after he's been shot. You still don't have a lot of answers. You still don't know what's going on. Um, yeah, but now we're like four episodes in and we're back to, you know, Julia will be like, can we watch another episode of Mr. Robot? And I'm like, yeah, we can. Um, <laughs> seeing the duplicitous nature of everybody and, uh. It, it's it's very enjoyable. Uh, I can't wait. I simultaneously can't wait for it to be done and am not looking forward to it being done. We had lunch with her uh, parents the other day and her dad's a sci-fi guy. And she's like, have you ever seen Mr. Robot? I'll send you the info on it. you got to check the show out. I'm like, yeah. <laughs> so, and we also watched the first of the two back-to-back Christmas episodes that Peter Capaldi did. Because remember, he had that big gap there. So, um it was we watched the husbands of river song yep, yep which was definitely not a dry eye in the house after that was, nope you know it was it was so beautiful the way that she didn't recognize him didn't know that it was him and she was not faking it the whole time and then when yep. she did it was just like <gasps> um <clears throat> but then knowing where they were headed 
the fact that her journal was almost empty or almost full. And she's like, the man that gave this to me is the type of person who would have known exactly how long the journal had to be. Um, he gives her the sonic screwdriver. You know, he takes her to that planet where they basically, he, he has the restaurant hotel created for her and says that they'll spend that one night there. But a night there is like 25 years. So, and then she's off to the library. Although I will say this, I, I found a continuity error, I believe in, um, in this, because when, so when river shows up in the library, the first time we ever meet river, David Tennant meets her in the library. Okay. She doesn't recognize him. She says, you know, he says, I'm the doctor. And she's like, no, you're not. And he's like, yes, I am. She's like, you're not my doctor. And so then she knows him a little bit more, but she didn't recognize David Tennant right off. But in the Husbands of River song, she's got one of her guys on the lookout for the doctor waiting for him to show up, uh, codenamed Damsel in Distress, because he always needs to be saved. And the guy has one of those wallet fold-out things that has pictures mm-hmm. in it, and they've got pictures of every one of the doctors. And she's like, he will be wearing one of these 12 faces. So at that point, she has David Tennant's face, but then she didn't recognize him when she got down there. Oh, yeah. So I, I think that's a continuity area error on Stephen Moffat's part, but it was still a phenomenal episode. Uh, the next one, it's the return of captain something. It's, um, the, the comic book kid. Yes. Yes. Like I said, he had two Christmas specials in a row because yes. they had that weird, they had that weird off year. Yep. And then we're, on to the last one with Bill. Don't I can't. I know. I, I, I know. mean, I, I I enjoy her. I enjoy the season, and then we get to the end, and I'm just wrecked. Uh huh. It's honestly like the saddest. Like, ugh. Yeah. <sighs> yeah. It it's not good. It is the worst. Oh man, it's the most depressing character storyline they have they've ever done i've ever seen on any show quite frankly mostly that just i was at just the passionate end, about well yes but like but knowing yeah i know i know i i gotta <laughs> <laughs> it's gonna be interesting and then we go right into jody whitaker and then yes. i mean that's two technically two full seasons and then the final season is just those six specials all strung together yep. and then we're caught up and yeah so when the new stuff comes out We'll all be watching it at the same time. And I'm hoping that that's they awesome. do the uh, the 60th anniversary that's coming up. I'm hoping that they do that in the theater. Like I want they did them to last do it in the theater as well. Yeah, that'd yeah. be awesome. So, so yeah, that, that covers me for shows other than uh, Last of Us, Poker Face, and uh, Picard. So on Poker Face, what did you think of the Orpheus Syndrome? Um, so... I get what people are saying. I've seen a few comments out there saying that the show is getting formulaic. I get it. Um, I, I'm not going to disagree either. It, it is pretty formulaic when it comes to that. I can't believe that they brought, and I'm blanking on his name, but the guy Nick who Nolte. dies. No, the guy who dies right in the beginning. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. 
uh, I can't believe that they brought him on just to have him die immediately. Um, that was another one of those that I Tim called Russ. it. I was, yeah, I was, I called it. I'm like, Oh, he jumped off there to smash his face because of the face recognition. Julia's like, no, I think he just, and I was like, Mm-mm, no. And then, yeah, <laughs> I was like, ah, uh, yeah, sorry. But yeah, I, I get what they're saying. It is becoming a little formulaic, but it's a formula that I like. I like the formula yes. of we see the, the, the crime. Mm-hmm. We get the flashback to how she's involved. Mm-hmm. We get to see kind of multiple sides of it, how the things line up, how she detects the, their bullshit, and how the, how it plays out at the end. Um, we had a couple of interesting twists this week. Uh, yes. One is that she was in the barbershop in the beginning, and she was surrounded by so many liars that she developed an eye twitch. Yes. But it, but it seemed to carry you know she was with nick nolte for weeks and she still had it when the woman talked to her so yeah i don't know if that's going to be a new permanent thing with her or if it was just for this episode yeah i hope not but i could see them adding it in because oh we need a way for them to tell that you can tell that they're lying right i like it better when she just like has no filter just goes bullshit sorry sorry i uh (coughs) i i like that as well um so this is a story about a movie that was made and someone died on set. And so the movie never got finished. And now it's the 40th anniversary and they are going to re they're going to you know put together what there is to release and, and everything Some behind the scenes stuff. Yeah. And you have Nick Nolte's character, which Nick Nolte for the first time ever um, in a show actually looks his age and sounds oh, his age right? at 82. Holy crap. Didn't he? <laughs> um, I think a lot of people are surprised he made it to 82. So anyways. Yeah. Uh, well, I mean, he's no Gary Busey, but. Yeah, right, right. But, uh, yeah, so, like, he's blamed himself this whole time. But he's, like, a brilliant stop-motion guy, and he's making this movie, and he's using real human hair, and that's how he meets Charlie. Mm-hmm. Uh, you have his former business partners who we see, like, the one guy die at the beginning. When he throws mm-hmm. himself off this this roof to the ground and kills himself, and then you think <clears throat> you don't know why, because she's like it was forty years ago, you know, you gotta let it go, and 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 just to ruin it all, he was digitizing the footage uh, of the what they had of this movie, and he she found the footage where the the girl in the tank when she was freaking out, she'd push a button so a red light would come on, so they'd pull her out of the water. Mm-hmm. And they finally got the take because the red light never came on. And that's because this one girl unscrewed the bulb so it wouldn't come on. Mm-hmm. And she drowned. And she was now trying to cover it up because she valued herself over everybody else in the business and da 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 da. And so she murdered her friends by poisoning them. Mm-hmm. And, uh, but then I, did, I didn't like the guilt she felt at the end, I thought that was dumb. It did seem a little bit off considering that she basically, um, like you said, she was sick and tired of this woman, you know, buzzing the little red light and going, Oh, I can't breathe. And so she's yeah. like, we need this shot. I'm just going to unscrew the light. So she had no problem with that. Then she had no problem poisoning and poisoning and letting them die from her poison. Um, but then suddenly she sees the footage and, 
feels guilty. I think if I had to attribute it to anything, it was because she now got caught. Like her whole thing was image. She wanted everyone to love her, worship her, etc. So now that everyone could see it, yeah, she can't go back from that. So now her perfect, flawless image is broken, and yeah. she would rather go on her own terms. Fair enough. But yeah, I, I liked it. I thought it was very good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it, and was, I, it was good. I um, I don't know how many more episodes we have this season. The, uh, that was episode the other, eight, so we have two more. Okay. The other thing that I thought was interesting was, you know, how she went out at the end. There was no police officers called. There was no investigation. Nope. It, it was just a nope. Done. Yeah, no, they – she was going to play a, a highlight reel, and, of course, you know, Charlie and the guy that worked there for 40 years that got fired managed to splice in the footage of her, you know, of her committing the crime. <laughs> Louise Guzman, yep. who I, I can't see him anymore without being like, Louise Guzman from Community. <laughs> he went to Greendale. There's a statue of him there. Like, it just, I love Louise for that. <laughs> um, yeah. They splice in the footage of her committing the crime. And like you said, she has like a panic anxiety thing and everyone thinks she's a terrible human being now. And she, you know, throws herself out this window and, crushes her head on the ground basically yep um gets what's coming to her yep but, um i know we'll touch on them later uh picard i thought was amazing yes i love picard although uh, the- i do have a very big problem and you're gonna know what it is before we even go into it but we'll talk oh, about yeah. that later like you said and then the last of us, which I which was on yesterday that I just watched today, right before like, we started like recording. minutes ago. <laughs> yeah, uh, I really enjoyed the episode. It definitely wasn't my favorite, um, but I enjoyed it. I look forward to talking about that too. Yeah, uh, you watched a movie. I watched a movie. What movie did you watch? So the other night we were making up some dinner and usually we're like, okay, what do you want to watch? An episode of this, an episode of this. Like tonight it was, we had, well, we were basing it around like we were eating at 520. So we're like, let's do the last episode of Extraordinary. That way we're not, you know, we didn't want to do an episode of Mr. Robot because that would have gone over. Um, And so the other night we're like, oh, let's watch something. And uh, I was like, well, I'll look up and see what's come out new recently because she has no interest in megan um neither one of us was really sold on babylon i'm waiting to hear your review on it uh so i was like i'll see what's come out recently and she goes why don't we look at our backlog like the ones that are older movies that we've talked about we've added it to a to-do list so i was like all right so i started looking through and i made the pitch for empire records because i yeah, she's what never a seen great it. Flick. I'm like, it's it's classic. She goes, sell me on it. What is it? And I said, um, it's mid nineties. It's kids working in a record store. I said, this is why I always have that quote. Not today, not Rex Manning day. <laughs> and she's like, so I'd finally understand that. I was like, yeah. And she's like, okay. And I said, no, 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 this isn't how it works. Now you pitch to me. Now you, you give me a pitch for one of the ones you want me to watch. And she's like, twilight. And I was like, pass. And she's like, pass. no, she's like, it's going to be fun because we're going to make fun of it the whole way through. And I really want to do that with you. And I was like, okay, absolutely. So I looked it up and it's on showtime. 
And I was like, we don't have Showtime, but we will in March when Showtime merges with Paramount. So we're going to make a plan for that. So we settle on Empire Records. It's on Hulu. And um, Empire Records starts off a little slow. Uh, thank God Lucas has some gem lines there in the beginning. But uh, by the end, it was all laughter and, and enjoyment. The soundtrack, Jesus, that soundtrack lived in my CD player constantly, just yeah. on repeat. Um, and it's just, like you said, it's a great movie. It, it's mid-90s. It's people before, the, like Liv Tyler, Renee Zellweger, Robin Tunney. Um, oh, huge cast. Ethan Embry doesn't even go by Ethan Embry in there. He's like Ethan Marcos or something. It was, yeah, it was funny. I'm like, wait a minute. (laughs) Um, Debbie Mazar, like there's just so many stars in this before they were huge stars. And it's just, it's a great movie. And like at the end when the credits are rolling and you've got Mark and Eddie sitting out on the curb and they're just talking music. I was like, that was us in the video store. Like that yep. was us just, just fucking talking to people about movies being like, no, no, this movie's garbage. Kind of like you and I do now on the podcast, but yeah. just with whoever would listen. And yeah, it, it brings me back to some of that. The, the few enjoyable times working at the video store, for instance, you know, when you had your friends there and you could just talk movies and watch whatever you wanted on the overhead. Nobody was going to come in and bother you. Um, just like uh, Randall said, I love the videos for the love the videos if it wasn't for all the fucking customers. Exactly. Yep. Yep. So yeah, that was um, the one movie I got. So I watched seven movies. Seven is a big number. It's not your record, it, but it is. Yeah. Uh, I watched Evil Dead Two. Okay. That was for, the, for the seven trillionth time. <laughs> that was the Addison and I watch because we had watched Evil Dead. Now we watched Evil Dead Two. Uh, we're going to do Army of Darkness, Actresses Evil Dead, the series, et cetera, et cetera. At least that's, I mean, maybe she doesn't want to keep watching. I want to keep watching because I'm going to watch everything up to Evil Dead Rise. Well, that was going to be my question is how she's receiving it so far. So she saw the Evil Dead, which was supposed to be a horror. Evil Dead 2 is almost like a remake, but in more of a comedy. Yeah, it's it's they, they retcon the first movie in the first eight minutes of the second movie. Right. Uh, by saying it's just Ash and Linda that went to the cabin instead of all of them. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, her take on the ending when Ash gets sucked through the portal back in time is, man, this guy just can't catch a break. <laughs> you know, Fair she's point. so bad for him. You know, he, this guy just can't catch a break. He's just a you know nice guy. But at the um, same so thought, time, he's he's such a loser that yeah. he doesn't even realize he can't catch a break. He's just like, oh, yeah. this sucks. Yeah, he's a little deplorable sometimes. So, uh, you know, that was interesting. Her take on that was interesting. Yeah. Um, and then every other movie I watched was not only just a new to me movie, but a new movie. That's impressive. So I went to the movies twice mm-hmm. this past week. I went on Tuesday and Thursday. Tuesday, uh, kind of a last minute, like Kate's cousin Johnny's on vacation this week because he works at a school. You know, he's an ed tech and he's like, oh, let's go watch that knock in the cabin. I'm like, yeah, okay. Uh, it was not uh, hearing I, good stuff. Well, uh, again, the first review I read was it, 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 it's fine. You know, it's okay. <laughs> uh, and that's kind of how I feel about it. Like I'm going to ruin it a little bit. Uh, so Regal is like uh, Regal Crown Club members on Tuesdays at 650 movies. Mm-hmm. I didn't realize that. 
So that was kind mm-hmm. of part of the inspiration. Okay, I'll spend six fifty on this. Yeah, yeah. So we went and saw that, and Kanan has that. His his grandparents got him the Regal Crown Club for three months for Christmas, January, right. February, March. So he decided to go too, and cost him fifty cents for the online fee of getting his ticket. You know, mm-hmm. um. So we went and saw that. It's it's an M Night Shyamalan movie. Um, there really wasn't a twist. So it's just straight up what they show you in the preview. Yeah. Like, like it, it's, it's, there's not a twist. There's like, there's no like, Oh my God. Like I see dead people or <laughs> maybe that's the twist for once there isn't a, twist. I know. Or like, you know, the kids call me Mr. Glass mm-hmm. or so I knew it was the villain or, you know, the village. Um, and even old didn't really have a twist to it. I did like old, uh, but anyways, no, it wasn't. Batista's amazing in it, quite frankly. He he's wonderful in his role. Like he did a phenomenal job with the movie. Um, you know, it, his character was like honestly, like all the the home invader people, except one of them is an asshole, but not really. They were all very likable characters who like, hey, sorry, we're doing this, but we have to do this, and you believed them, like. It was good. I, I know I've said it before, but it bears repeating now that you've said that. Dave Batista is a really good actor. Like, I've he, really enjoyed him in everything that I've seen him in. Yeah. Like, no, like, like My he Spy? Was a, he dude, was way he, too good for My Spy. That it, Like, that movie was, was better than it deserved to be. He was amazing in Stuber. Yes. Yes, he was. Yeah. And he's done a great job as Drax in yeah. uh, Guardians of the Galaxy, you know? Um but no, he was really good in this movie. Like he was really good. And it's funny because he wasn't comedy. He talked calmly the entire time. Like it was just, um, when this comes out streaming somewhere, it's worth a one-time watch. It, it'll get a one-time watch. I still have to go back and do a one-time watch of old. Uh, I still haven't watched that one yet, but yeah, yeah I, I no, do want to see this when it's free. Yeah. It's, it's definitely worth a one-time watch. Um, as you mentioned, I did watch Babylon. Yeah, uh, three so. hours. It's uh, it's one of those epic period movies. Takes place in night, starts in the 1920s. It's in Hollywood, right when the movie industry is switching from silent pictures to talkies, as they called it. So it's mm-hmm. kind of based on actual events. Um, if you've ever seen Singing in the Rain, because I was talking to Kate about this and she brought it up, Singing in the Rain it basically covers the same type of thing, except it's a musical, where mm-hmm. You know, you had these actors and actresses that were like the biggest stars in the world in silent pictures. And then when they switched over to talkies, as they called them, they were terrible because they had horrific accents that were just horrific or Mm -hmm. like couldn't act for shit um, when it came to talking. But they were great at the silent, you know, picture, you know, doing facial features and, you know, whatever. And they just naturally looked good. Um so it's it's very very interesting. It is really wild. Um, you know, there is nudity galore at these like parties where people just do drugs, like drugs and drug piles of drugs and and orgy and like there's there's a, a girl that like pisses on a guy and I mean it's just wild. Like that's like in the first twenty minutes, it's just like what am I watching? Like because there's an issue with an elephant. There's the the there's like the big orgy party, 
Uh, there's there's <laughs> the, the the girl peeing on the guy there, and he's loving it. And there's like it's just like, what is this? In case like, what did you put on? I'm like, it's supposed to be this Brad Pitt, Margot Robbie, 19 epic Hollywood story movie. Like, <laughs> <laughs> um, I watched it in a couple settings because it's so long. Uh, and it's kind of slow paced. Uh, I don't regret watching it. I can't give it a hard sell, but I, I will say I did find it interesting. And, right. and mostly because this movie is so freaking wild. It is definitely like, I don't know how it only got an R rating. Like it probably should have an NC 17 rating. Um, <laughs> but it was nominated for Academy Award for best motion picture. So it just kind of makes, so I don't know, but I enjoyed it okay. ultimately. So I don't think that I'm going to rush out and watch it. No, maybe someday you're right. The three hour, if it's, if it's a movie that I really want to watch three hours is not that bad. In fact, I kind of look forward to it. Cause I'm like, Ooh, more time with this like end game, but three yeah. hours for something that I'm like on the fence about is actually right. a, a, an opposite of a selling point for me it was like let's just start this movie and see where we're at and then it mm-hmm. did hook me enough that i wanted to see how this played out um but yeah like you said like when it came to the batman i watched that in theaters and i was like oh my god i can't believe how good this is and then i watched it at home with kanan when it was on hbo mm-hmm. uh max and i was like we gotta watch this movie and he's watched it a couple of times so even that's a movie that's three hours long and i'm like you know what i'll watch it in pieces if i have to but I, I actually genuinely enjoy the movie that much. Yep. Uh, all right. Uh, oh, I watched Megan on Peacock. They have the How unrated version and the theatrical version. Oh, the unrated. Does that mean that she does more dancing? Uh, so, okay, here's the thing. The movie's <laughs> better than the trailer. Okay. The The dancing scene in the trailer they never should have put that in because in the movie, like I was fully expecting to be like, this is fucking stupid. But instead I'm like, Oh no, this actually kind of makes sense. And is creepy as hell. Um, so many red flags in this movie as to why we shouldn't be trusting this AI. So many red flags as to like in this, this, isn't this, this, you know, this, in this world, Terminator had to have existed. Uh, <laughs> you know, um, yeah, this is absolutely a like if you give the machines enough, they'll take you over. Uh, I do like how they explain some of the things. Um, it's it's worth a, a one time watch through. Like it was a lot better than I thought it was going to be. It was a lot more fun than I thought it was going to be. Um, I was talking to my buddy, uh, Brendan, because we were kind of watching it at the same time. He was a little bit ahead of me, uh, but we mm-hmm. were kind of chatting back and forth while we were watching it. And uh yeah, it was. It's just like we both agreed. Like, yeah, this this movie has red flags to glory as how why we should not be trusting uh, this AI <laughs> and Megan. But um, nice. yeah, it is what it is there. <clears throat> but yeah, you should definitely give it a watch. Okay, I'll probably get there eventually. Like I said, Julia has no interest whatsoever. Yeah, I watched. We have a ghost. Oh, that's right. That came out, didn't it? Yeah, the uh, Anthony it was Anthony Mackie, David Harbour, uh, family black family moves into a house. There's a ghost there, but like they kind of film and befriend him. Um, it's decent. I liked it. 
Uh, again, it's worth like a one-time watch. There's a little mystery involved in it. The government gets involved. I mean, um, yeah, yeah. There's a good twist, <laughs> which is more than we could say for. Uh... Yeah, which is way more than I can say for Knock at the Cabin. Um, but yeah, no, I, I, I mean, I keep wanting is... to call it Cabin in the Woods. <laughs> I know, I know, right? Uh, but yeah, no, this is this is a this is a good one time watch. Most of the movies I saw this week, obviously, I keep saying it's a good one time watch. Like, I'm glad I watched wrong with it. That. No, no, but I don't like in a, a one time watch. I would rate like maybe in ten years, like oh, I'll watch this again. Or I kind of want to see the story again or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, David Harbour's great. That's no surprise. Uh, Anthony Mackie is completely unlikable for the majority of the movie. <laughs> Okay. Um, yeah, that is surprising. Yeah, actually, it was surprising as the dad. He wasn't like definitely wasn't Falcon. <laughs> definitely, definitely not Falcon. Definitely not Falcon. Um, I watched you people. Oh, I'm sorry. That was a it, struggle. Oh, like I love Eddie Murphy and I love Jonah Hill, but that movie just looks so cringy. Um, it really is like. Jonah Hill is a, a, a nice guy who mm-hmm. wants to impress his black girlfriend's father. So he maybe doesn't always tell the truth. Okay. Cause he's trying to relate or whatever. Uh, Eddie Murphy hates him because he's white and can't believe his daughter's marrying a white guy. Mm-hmm. Um, Julie, Julia Louis Dreyfus plays Jonah Hill's mom. And she basically just can't get her own foot out of her mouth as she's trying very hard to get to know her future daughter-in-law while at the same time constantly saying the wrong thing that makes you go oh my god um the majority of the movie is cringy um there's some great classic eddie murphy comedy moments in it okay there's a few decent jonah hill comedy moments in it i cannot give this a hard sell i can't give it it's a good one-time watch it's just sort of a movie that i've been wanting to watch because of who's in it and it was just kind of like okay well i i watched it a little disappointing yeah i'm definitely not going to waste my time on that one i i wouldn't i wouldn't Uh, if so if you had watched it and said the same thing i wouldn't watch it either yeah yeah I wouldn't. I mean, like, that's one of those that keeps showing up on my Netflix, and I'm like, yeah. no thanks. It's like, as a couple, they love each other tremendously, and then their parents blow up their relationship, and then it's like three months later, and it's like, oh, we feel guilty and bad of what we did. Let's get these kids back together. Gotcha. And then we all learned a lesson. <laughs> but did we really though? Yeah. So it's yeah. <laughs> Uh, and then the last movie I watched, I went to the theaters again last Thursday night, and uh, I watched Cocaine Bear, and I absolutely loved it. I will give this a hard sell. Everyone needs to watch it. It is ridiculous. <laughs> um, Elizabeth Banks does a phenomenal job. It is a big mix of of crude humor, over-the-top humor, ultra-violent graphic violence, a bear high on cocaine who <laughs> want yeah, Ray Liotta being crazy piece of shit, drug Eat Lord dad. Yeah. Um, 
a guy that pops on the screen. Oh, oh that looks like Ice Cube. Oh, it's his son. Okay. Uh, <laughs> nice. Um, no, I, I I loved it. I I think it's fantastic. Um, it's probably gonna find its way into my collection. Oh, nice. Yeah, I, I'll just I buy forgot digital that you were, or I forgot that you had gone to see that one. I thought you were gonna say Quantumania. No, I have not gone to see that yet. Um, I will at some point. I have not have not found my way there, but I will. Um, no, I, it was so free. There's so many movies I want to see in the theater coming up. Yeah. Yeah, there's a lot. There there is a whole lot. I watched. I'm jumping a little bit, but at both Cocaine Bear and uh, Knock at the Cabin, I got the trailer for Renfield. Oh, that's so good. That looks so good. I I can't wait for that. Like that looks so great. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, there's Scream Six, which I already have tickets for coming out in a week and a half now. Okay. Uh, taking Addison to go see. There's uh, Evil Dead Rise. There's I do want to see Creed three, but I don't think I'm gonna go to the theaters and see it. Um, I no? want to see Renfield. Yeah, I'll probably wait for Creed three to come out of home video. Okay. Are you gonna buy it to add to your collection? I don't own any of the Creed movies. I just have all the Rocky movies. I will acquire the Creed movies at some point. I just think I might wait for them to do like a three film collection type release and buy that. Cause that will happen gotcha. eventually, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, but anyways, going back, cocaine bear. Fantastic. Absolutely. Fantastic. Just stupid. Just good. <laughs> nice. Yeah. Like Sharknado, stupid, good, or no, no. Like, <sighs> Sharknado, you know that's never going to happen. We're not going to get a tornado of sharks. And yeah. Whatever. But, like, a rampaging bear could happen. That's what made Jaws so good. Because, like, you fully believe that could happen. The first Jaws, you know? Yeah. Um, oh, absolutely. Yeah. But this, like, okay, is a bear going to get high on coke and then attack people? Because no, probably not. Who knows? Mm-hmm. <laughs> but, um... Yeah, it was it was good. I enjoyed it thoroughly. Thanks. Yep, I enjoyed it thoroughly. Good job, Elizabeth Banks. Excellent. And I think we're just on the trailers and news. Um, I think so. I will say this. Uh, as of tonight, I've been seeing a lot of things popping up saying that there's a full season three trailer for Ted Lasso. I'm not going to watch it. I'm not going to send it to you. Yeah, I have no reason to watch it. No, I'm going to watch the show no matter what. I don't want to see anything else. I don't have the Apple the Apple Plus right now. I let that lapse. Yeah. So I may wait before I start watching the season three of Ted Lasso until there's a bunch of episodes queued up. Okay. Um, I've got to get into shrinking because I've been hearing a lot of good stuff about that. And it looks great. That's the Jason Siegel and Harrison yep. Ford one. Yep. I've which heard is that's also really on Apple. Yeah. Um, I'm still going to give you a hard sell on severance. Uh, if you do turn on the Apple again and, uh, there was another one that's coming out soon from Apple and I'm blanking on it now, but yeah. <clears throat> um, yeah, I have no reason to watch any like that. Yeah. Nope. 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 
Hey, uh, real quick, I looked at my uh, memories on the Facebook, and eight <laughs> years ago, uh, Leonard Nimoy died. Wow. Uh, and nine years ago, you and I and a bunch of others went into uh, Nickelodeon and saw uh, Return to Return to Newcomb High, a.k.a. Volume 2, oh. and met Lloyd Kaufman. So a couple of things there. One, we met Lloyd Kaufman. That was yeah. great. Um, that movie was ridiculous. Oh, it was. Um, like, yeah. like Even for a trauma film, that was ridiculous. Yeah. And uh, whatever happened to the next part of it? Because that was part one. I know. I don't know. I haven't seen it anywhere. Did, did he even start looking create for it, it again? Well, he allegedly had enough footage for both films, and he was going to like tour around the sequel, but that never happened. It has been nine years. Hmm. Interesting. Yeah. I mean, I don't know when that the return to return to Newcomb High. Let's see here. Oh, it allegedly came out in 2017. Really? Yep. So six years ago. Yep. I haven't seen it anywhere. Me either. Yeah, I mean, we I'm saw not, to return to return to new high volume just, one. I mean, yeah, it's it's trauma. So I'm not completely surprised, but. I don't know. Yeah. And it's weird because like the one we went and saw, which came out and like, it was only 85 minutes long. So it wasn't like it was like a three hour epic, right? but like, yeah, I mean, that one came out and, but is it even on home video anywhere? Cause they did a Probably Kickstarter campaign not. to finish it up. Probably not. If I had to guess. Return to Return to Newcomb High Volume 2. Because now I want to watch it. Yeah. Like, I feel like we committed. Yeah. So we should be. Yeah, now I want to watch it. <laughs> Screenings. I don't know. We'll figure it out. I'll, I'll figure it out at some point. It's got to yeah. be on home video somewhere. Somehow. Somehow we'll be able to watch it. Yeah. Uh, anyhow, uh, trailers, news, what you got? We didn't have a lot. Um, uh, to be honest, I wasn't in front of my computer a lot. So, um, uh, Seth MacFarlane's making a comic book show. It says he's ditching the Orville, but I don't think that he really is. I think that he's just been dicked around a lot on the Orville. Probably. Yep. So yeah, he's making it based on a comic book. Okay. Uh, we got the announcement that Nick Offerman, Megan Mullally, husband and wife, and uh, David Cross are all joining the Umbrella Academy season four, the final. I think it's interesting that um, – what did I see? Do, do, do. So Nick Offerman is going to be playing Dr. Gene Thibodeau, G-E-N-E, and Megan Mullally, his real-life wife, is playing Dr. Gene Thibodeau, J-E-A-N. So they're both Dr. Gene Thibodeau, but one's G-E-N-E, one's J-E-A-N. I can so find that. I'm not sure if that's like a uh, parallel reality thing or if it's just one of those quirky Umbrella Academy things where you've got two people who exist like that. Yep. Um, and then we got news that 
HBO has announced that it will be moving forward after all with the it prequel TV series, Dairy. Apparently it was, yeah, it, it was kind of in the lurches for a bit there because of everything going on with discovery and, um, uh, HBO Max, but yeah, looks like they're moving forward on it, so yay. All right. Hmm. Also, just for you, you know, we always had the shiny box movies. Yes. So, you know, Twister came out, so we had Tornado. Um, right. Apparently, the Asylum has unveiled a poster for their uh, mockbuster to go up against Cocaine Bear, and it's called Attack of the Meth Gator. Nice. Which actually seems to fit because, you know, gators, Florida, meth, like that just seems to be a natural kind of fit. I mean, yeah. Yeah. But I think that was all that we had for news and stuff this week. Okay. Yeah, we didn't have a lot. No. So apparently you can buy it on Blu-ray, Return to Return to Nukem High Volume 2, uh, for $17 on on Amazon, basically. Okay. Yeah. I I don't think that I want to pay money for that, but it's good to know that... Seems like an awful lot. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, it seems like an awful lot. You can also (laughs) apparently watch it now on Trauma Now. (laughs) <laughs> oh, no, page not found. <laughs> yeah. Maybe I'll check wah, the eBay. Yeah. Wah, wah, wah. Uh, SAG Awards were last night. How'd that go? Did you go? watch those? I did not. Uh, let's see here. Uh, Freaking, uh, what's its name? Cleaned up. Uh, Brendan Fraser got outstanding performance by a male actor in a leading role. For nice. Whale. Um, Michelle Yeoh for everything, ever, all at once for outstanding performance by a female actor in a leading role. Nice. And then outstanding male and female supporting actors or actresses in a leading in a, in a supporting role. Also is a Ki Hu Kwan, the white husband there on everything, everywhere, all at once. And then Jamie Lee Curtis. Data. Yeah, data. And then Jamie Lee Curtis. And then outstanding performance by cast and motion picture. Everything, ever, all at once. And then outstanding performance by stunt ensemble and motion picture. Top Gun. <laughs> Maverick. <laughs> and then the television side of things, Sam Elliott got the award for 1883 for outstanding male performance by a male actor in a television movie or limited series. Oh, so and he just, didn't get it for his role on Family Guy? Nope. And then Jessica Chastain got it for George and Tammy on Showtime as Tammy Wynette for outstanding performance for a female actor in a television limiter, you know. And then Jason Bateman for Ozark for outstanding male actor in a drama. And Jennifer Coolidge for White Lotus. Have you heard of Watch the White Lotus at all? Yeah. Yeah, I've talked about it on here multiple times. Oh, Jesus, that's right. You have. Never mind. Um, for outstanding female actor. And then... Uh, Yes, I can get behind that for sure. Outstanding performance by an ensemble in a drama series was The White Lotus. Mm-hmm. Good. Um, and then outstanding performance by a male actor in a comedy series was Jeremy Allen White in The Bear. 
which I have tried watching, but I find them non just non likable. His family and it frustrates yeah. me. His cousin especially. I have not started yeah. that yet, but I've heard so many good things. So and then outstanding performance by a female actor in a comedy series is Gene Smart and Hacks. Uh, ensemble was comedy I said was Abbott Elementary. Yeah. And then outstanding performance of by a stunt ensemble in a comedy or drama series was Stranger Things. And then the Screen Actors Guild Lifetime Achievement Award was Sally Field. So I, I had read that the Screen Actors Guild got a lot of uh, kudos for their uh, presentation. Oh, yeah? They, they didn't have a host. They just went up there. They just presented the awards. The people got to say what they wanted to say. They did the next and the next and the next. So I heard a lot of, a lot of good about it. Hmm. Okay. Yeah. Uh, which one do you want to do first, Picard or Last of Us? Picard. All right, Picard. So you knew right from last episode that that was his son, right? <sighs> yes, and that's that's the part that I don't like. I, you know me; I've got my certain things that I don't like yeah. as plot twists: the unexpected pregnancy, yeah. the pregnancy with who's the daddy, yeah. and the you know, oh, the math works out, Jean-Luc. You know he's your son. <sighs> the yeah, the way that Riker kept child. hinting at it, but wouldn't actually say it out loud. Uh-huh. Yeah. yeah. Um, I didn't... So it opens where the last episode ended with, you know, the, the, the strike ship there trying to get Jack onto the ship, mm-hmm. and they put on the inhibitors, and then they're going to use a tractor beam, and, oh, we're, we've done for... And then Seven of Nine talks the captain into Titan to interfering and non-Federation space, Mm -hmm. which he does. And here's the thing I had a problem with. Through all of the first episode and the second episode, this captain doesn't like Picard, doesn't like Riker, thinks that they're careless and reckless and... You know, their reputations precede them and on and on and on. And he just doesn't like them. At all. Yes. He's he very he's very biased against them. Yes, very biased against them. You know, Seven and Nine plays on his ego like you'd be the one that saved these two, you know, heroes that you don't like, which is why mm-hmm. he interferes. And essentially the shrip the shrek, Jesus, the, the <laughs> ship there, the shrink, you know, like shrek. that captain, she's like, I want Jack Crusher because he is wanted and he's got a huge bounty on his head because he's a fraudulent piece of shit person who's done committed all kinds of crimes even like the you know once they figure out who he really is they even the uh the captain takes him into custody for the federal mm-hmm. on behalf of the federation you know and he's going to stand trial and blah 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 and so the captain hates them hates them hates them we get continuous why he hates them he's mad at seven of nine for being loyal to them and da 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 da, and the um, um, uh, and, and the lives of everyone is worth more than the lives of him, than the one, and he's gonna turn Jack over to him, and we hear this for the full like forty minutes of the episode, mm-hmm. and then at the end when he's like, yeah, we're gonna go ahead and just surrender him, and we're gonna do X Y Z and let him transport him, and 
the captain's just like, and Picard's like, Admiral's override, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> and he's like, why? And he goes, he's my son. And the captain immediately is just like, oh, Christ. All right, let's get yep. out of here. Yep. You know, immediately is just like, all right, LaForge, you know, LaForge, turn us around, evasive maneuvers, fire at the ship. Let's go. They got to catch us. I had a huge problem with that. Oh, yeah huge and, problem with that and it's it's tied to what i hate you know which is that we've got the long lost son that he didn't even know about and so he throws it in it's it's dom Pareto saying over and over again family nothing beats family yeah. everything's about family you know he he says he's my son and the captain's like okay you know well since yeah. he's your boy yeah we'll, now we'll the lives of everybody is worth this one person yeah yeah, I yeah, just yeah. So I, I had a tremendous issue with that. Yeah, I did too. It it yeah. um I don't want to say that it, it pissed me off, but it really frustrated the fuck out of me and I felt that it was a ridiculous plot point and a ridiculous um change to the captain as a character like you want to give me a guy who's completely by the book he's completely an asshole won't back down fine i'm here for it i love to love a good villain you know you don't get a lot of good villains like that anymore who you know they're usually they're psychotic or they're just fucking assholes this guy is just a prick but he is he's doing it the right way. Like he's following rules and he's saying, I'm not going to risk 500 people for two. He's doing the right thing as an asshole. And that's why I love him for that. Don't have him flip because you said the words, he's my son. Yeah. No. Oh yeah. Now suddenly I'm, yeah. If he was that strong to his, his, if he'd stuck to his guns that much previously, why would he suddenly now? Like, yeah, that still doesn't make him more important than the 500 people on the ship. Yeah. You know, like we're outside the Federation, you know, we have a Federation space. Our guidelines put ship and safety of the crew above everything else. <sighs> Anyways, that being said, I still love the show. It's still really good. I'm hoping that they savage salvage this in the coming episodes. You know, um, mm-hmm. I did kind of hear how they beat around the bush way too long in this episode to get that reveal, which we all saw coming. All saw coming, you know. Yeah. Um, uh-huh. <coughs> yeah. Um, that and why would why would Picard knock up Beverly Crusher and she not say anything? What reason could she possibly have to have hidden this from Picard all these years? There's always some kind of you know. It'll either be. I couldn't trust you to, you know, put his best interest to heart. People that follow you, Jean-Luc, end up killed. Um, you but it's were going not down like a dark they path. left the next generation on a bad note. No. No, not at all. And, and you know? the whole thing, you know, we got in episode one where they said, like, didn't you two try to date? He's like, huh, try being the operative word. Okay. Yeah. Well, give us a little more than that, maybe. Um, two things about actors on this. One, the the guy who's playing his son, like I said, he shows up in season four of you. Um, he, I feel like he has to be somehow related to um, Simon Baker, the the guy who was the mentalist. Yep. 
He looks just like him, but I don't think they're actually related. I think they just look a lot alike. Um, and yep. two, when the captain of the Shrike came on the screen, there are certain actors and actresses out there that you would know them from a uh, friggin' 10 miles away. And I just went, it's Rose from So I Married an Axe Murderer. And yep, yep that was yep. fucking her. Like immediately, I'm like, it's Amanda Plummer. Yep, that's her. What's super cool is we got Worf in this episode. Oh, oh, dude! I thought it was gonna be the um, the Vulcan kid yep. from the past two seasons. I was like, yes. oh, he's back now. And then for Worf to show up, I'm just like, <gasps> yeah. yeah. And that's her handler because I was starting yep. to doubt that her handler was actually Starfleet. Yeah. But and yeah, no, that was. Ninja. Yeah, he is. well, he's he's Worf. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. So, I, I uh, liked yeah. it a lot, but oh, I really hate writing like that. I I yeah. I understand there's only so many stories you can tell in the world, you know. Mm-hmm. But oh God, I'm so sick of it. Like it's so cliche. It's so base. It's lazy writing, in my opinion. Getting to see Worf kill people, like actually kill people and, and run them through and take their heads and everything. It's mm-hmm. like when we finally got Wolverine and Old Man Logan. Yeah. You know what I mean? We finally got to see the badass Wolverine that we, you know, we expect that this is, we finally got to see the badass Worf. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. I popped big for that. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Like I, was, I said, I, I thought that it was just going to be that. the kid and I was like, okay, he's back. But then when I saw it was Worf, I was like, no shit. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. No, same. Same, same. <laughs> <sighs> What'd you think of The Last of Us? Um I liked it a lot. Mm-hmm. You said it was not your favorite episode. No, it's it, I'd still like it, but it's definitely not my favorite episode of the season. I mean, it's it's a flashback episode, but here's what I'm annoyed about. This is not we're we're only getting ten episodes. And there's nine. certain aspects. Oh, we're getting 10. I mean, yeah, sorry. We're only getting nine episodes. We only have two left. That's what I was getting at. Yep. And there's certain stories that I just feel like they're dragging out too long, if you know what I mean. Okay. And it's almost like we probably could have cut some of the scenes in the mall and still gotten the same feeling. Like, we didn't need them dancing on the top of the counter in the Halloween masks. That just felt completely <laughs> unnecessary. Um, it didn't add anything to it. It, it. it just, it just seemed weird. Like some sort of odd fetish that someone wanted to see. Interesting. Yeah. Like I just, interesting take. Well, I just didn't, it didn't add anything to it. Okay. You know, and if anything, once the, uh, the infected kid guy got, riled up, if you will, mm-hmm. from them playing Mortal Kombat, it took him way too long to make an appearance. Mm-hmm. Way too long, you know? Um, I don't know. I just felt that they could have fit. I just felt like that story was dragged out longer than it should be. Okay. Should have been. I think they could have effectively told that same story of Riley and, and Ellie Short in a, in a shorter method without taking anything away from the emphasis, emphasis or the human emotion aspect of it. Whereas I felt the complete opposite about episode three, where I could watch more of that. 
Yes, I see where you're, I see where you're going with that. Yeah, you know what I mean. I could have watched way more of that. Um, and it's like, all right, so this episode, the whole like we get we get Ellie and Joel in the house wherever they are. Mm-hmm. How did she drag him in there? We don't get to see that. Like that would have been. I, I'm curious how he got. She got him there. To be honest, messily from the looks of it, because you can see the blood trail in the snow. Yes. I'm guessing that she probably either propped him up or most likely tied him to the horse and had sure. the horse drag him. Um, but, you know, we see him doing Joel and pushing her away and saying, get away, go see my brother, save yourself. Yep. And we do get her making that decision where we flash back to the mall. We flash back. Well, no, we flash back to her in the. Um, and the Fedra camp for kids. Yep. You know, her getting in trouble. Like I, I liked like that was I thought that the brevity of that was good. I thought they explained a lot. You know, I thought her interactions with the commander, like with him basically, hey, you're smart. You have two choices. You can either be like a grunt who works the front line and takes orders from someone like Beth, or you can be the one giving orders to Beth. You need to choose what you want to do because you're smart. You have the capability of it. You just need to figure, you know figure out what you want to do. Um, I enjoyed that. Cause that really built towards who it's the classic. Like if you just applied yourself, you do wonderful uh, <laughs> for a lot of kids. But I, I like that part of it, you know, um, Riley coming in the bedroom, bringing her to, you know, the, the, they're getting to the mall. Cool. I'm all fine with that. Her telling that I've become a firefly. They find that dead body that collapses to the floor and yet you're running and jumping on these roofs. That was a little sketch in my book, uh, but mm-hmm. okay. Just because we saw that floor collapse. Um, they get to the mall. Okay. Like eventually they find out, Oh, okay. Riley's been stationed there by the fireflies. Mm-hmm. So it kind of makes sense. Um, why she'd be at the mall, but it still seems pretty dangerous to turn the power on to everything. I mean, don't you think that? Like, I don't know. Yeah. And Ellie pointed that out at first. She's like, aren't people going to see? And she's like, no, you saw from the outside. Nobody could see in here. So, you know, it's all secluded. But, yeah, it seemed like you wouldn't really want to attract any kind of attention because there's going to be noises. Yeah. And if if Riley's been there for as long as she's been there and she's played the game Mortal Kombat 2 and everything like even my wife pointed out that like oh that's the poster she has in her room you know mm-hmm. like um but anyhow like if she's been there that long living in that macho nacho building pipe bombs or at least storing them whatever and fireflies have clearly been in and out of there a lot this infected guy never woke up before this you know does seem odd doesn't it it does seem odd yep. does seem does seem very odd thoughts um, so you're right. It's been three weeks, you know, so that is ample time. Um, I think one of the reasons that it took him a while to get to them, if I had to guess, like I'm yeah. not a hundred percent, but when we saw him, he was like sitting down with his back against the wall and the fungus had grown out of him onto the walls. Sure. So, so he was not like just freshly minted. He had basically rotted there. And now the fungus was waking him up and would have to peel him away from the wall and 
you know, figure out what was going on. It, okay. It, it's not again, it's not an intelligent thing to the point where it's like problem solving. It's more just like driven by basal, you know, we need to eat. Yeah. I hear noise. Um, that was what I guessed at least for why it took him so long. Cause I noticed that too. I was like, when is this guy going to show up? Like we saw him. Um, yeah. I, I glad- kept waiting after they had their argument and Ellie stormed out. I kept waiting every, literally every corner she went around. Someone was going to pop up and yep. muckle onto her. And- I'm glad that they did it as just a single and not like, oh, a whole wave of infected came through or like we saw in that village when they yes. were escaping. Um, yes. The uh, the other thing that I will say, and this is not an excuse, but this was the DLC. You know, this came out after the game came out. So this whole scene that you saw play out was not in the original game. None of it happened. But after the game had been out for a while, they came out with this DLC called left behind, which was supposed to tell the story of how Ellie got bitten, you know what she was doing before all this stuff, which I can't and believe they didn't tell in the game originally. Cause that's a pretty major plot point. It was a very major plot point when you look back on it. Um, so, they created that DLC so that people could go through and see this stuff. Um, it's, I won't say shot for shot, but it covers most of that stuff, uh, pretty well. Uh, I get what you're saying about it being an extended cut. Um, originally I read this online originally, they weren't going to have the part with Joel in the house until next week. Um, they were just going to do this all as one big flashback. And the people at HBO were like, no, don't leave them hanging for two weeks wondering what Joel's doing. You're going to lose your audience. You're going to lose people, you know, if you don't tie it in somehow. And they were right. They were absolutely right. And the producers were like, yeah, you guys were right. Um, yeah. I, so- I like the bookend of Joel telling her to get lo- lost. And then we see 45 minutes of this story and then her going yep. like, no, I'm not leaving him. Yeah. I like the little subtle nuance of she finds the, the string, the, the thread in, in this, in the needle Yep. Heads back down. They have that moment where they're holding hands, where he's squeezing her hand, you yep. know, and then she starts to stitch him up, and we 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 you know we we cut away. So uh, I I did enjoy that. Um, as far as the dancing, this was my take on it, and it kind of ties into everything else. So just to get like you know philosophical, I guess the the opening scene, like you said, with Ellie is her running laps in a Fedra camp. And she always talked about going to school, air quotes, the Fedra school. Like, this is running laps. This is um, being posted on guard duty. He's talking about her becoming an officer. Like, this is military boot camp. So, you know, there's strict curfews. There's lights out. The fact that she has a Walkman is unheard of. You know, nobody else has stuff like that. Um, How long? Hey, hold on real quick. Hey. Was it year 2000 when the shit hit the fan in the show? No, it was uh, 2003, but yeah, thereabouts. Okay. 2003. Those Walkmans didn't even exist in 2003. People weren't using them anymore. They're using, <laughs> you know, disc men mm-hmm. and even MP3s then. Like that was like, yep. like when did MP3 players start there? Wasn't <sighs> Tell me something though. Yeah. Which do you think would survive wear and tear of time more? A cassette player or a CD oh. player? Oh, yeah, cassette player. No yeah. doubt about it. Yeah. Um, spindles versus a laser that's supposed to track 
absolutely. Um, so that's probably where they were going with that. Yeah. Um, so things like the, the photo booth, the arcade, um, and yeah, even dancing like maniacs in the store, yeah. those like that was almost shot for shot from the game, but those were all things that they're, they're kids. They, don't get to be kids. You know, the whole point of this night is that Riley's about to ship out to be a firefly. She's going down to Atlanta to help liberate the QZ down there from Fedra. She's building pipe bombs because she's 17. She's about to turn 17. She's 16 years old and Mm -hmm. she's been recruited into what passes for a terrorist organization. Like these are, these are kids, you know, 16 years old building pipe bombs and, but but the reason why she went to Fireflies not because I think she believed them in their in their altruistic nature or what their cause was, she got put on sewage clean cleanup she was, duty. She was going to be guard duty for sewage cleaners. Yep. Yeah, or she was going to just guard people cleaning sewers. Yep. That's yep. what drove her to the Fireflies because she didn't like the well, job she got. If she got a better job, <laughs> I don't think so. She hated Fedra anyway. She hated them for being fascist jerks. That was the straw that broke the camel's back was how yeah. I took that. Um, but yeah, I saw all these things as them trying to be kids and not like we need to recapture our youth, but these are things that, you know, they had read about in comics. You know, Ellie's reading the comic book. She's got the pun book. Riley gives her the second volume of the pun book, which I love blew their part, minds. Yeah. Yeah. Like it blew their minds that somebody created a second volume of this. Whereas you and I are like, yeah, that happens all the time. My um, favorite pun that they did in the episode was like, how does a computer get drunk? Too many screenshots. And they both went, what does that mean? I, I don't know. Yeah, what's a screenshot? I have no yeah. idea. Or Ellie's <laughs> uh, reaction to the motorized stairs. Oh, my God, yes. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that was perfect. <laughs> oh, my God, I'm not going anywhere. <laughs> She's jogging up them. The um, thing about the dance scene, like I think the dance scene could, I just, the masks, I just didn't like the masks part. I hated the masks too. I, I thought I that did. was so dumb. And again, if you go look at, at the screens from the game, they put those on as well. It was terrible. Um, the, the masks are awful. It 100% will agree with you. Yeah. Even afterwards, Julia was like, I fucking hate that clown mask. I was like, yeah, the clown mask is the literal worst. Um, I told her because they were talking about how they built the mall from the ground up. And I was like, that's awesome. Um, I'm willing to bet, though, that they built this set as a mall. And then all of a sudden, a Spirit Halloween store just popped up inside of it. And it was a legitimate Spirit Halloween store. Like, the rest of it's just a movie set. And they're like, where the fuck did this Halloween store come from? (laughs) Um, And it probably did happen. The uh, So... I really liked the episode. I really liked for me. I get what you're saying about it. Be feeling like it was long. Um, I really liked seeing them get to explore that. I think if they had, if they had shortened the episode or if they had like jumped right from the kind of like the week before where you had like the reunion with Tommy and then we got right into them heading down to Colorado's. I think if they had done that, like if we had gotten half an episode of them in the mall and then half an episode of her trying to patch Joel up and moving on to the next part, I I think that it would have lost a lot of the meaning behind the fact that this was Ellie's first kiss. This was her first time admitting that she loved somebody and then having it immediately taken away from her. 
you know, yeah. like she was already going to lose her. She was already going to lose Riley because Riley was moving on. She asked her to stay at the very end there, right before she kissed her. And Riley said, okay. And, and then she was the infected showed up and how did, how did they both get bit during that? I, I kept waiting to see her get bit. Like it was going to be an obvious thing. And it just yeah. didn't seem like that happened. And then yep. after it was all done, and then it's like, oh, I've been bit. It's the same way with Sam. Like, yeah. they were trying to get him under the truck. He was kicking. It doesn't look like it, but yeah, it's not. I guess they're going a different route than like the uh, the Walking Dead or Night of the Living Dead. You know, instead of having the emphasis beyond watching them get bitten, it's the after effect because you're like, fuck, they're fucked. Yep. Yeah, which is what oh. we got. And that's the other thing. I think that's what annoyed me is like, I hate that they left the cliffhanger of the girls kind of sitting there holding each other at the yeah at the, at the cashier counter that Nellie, Ellie destroyed. Yep. And it's like, oh, we're gonna, they're going to drag this out to another week. We only have two episodes left. Like, how is this going to conclude? Where are they going to go? I we think found Tommy. Nope. We I found Tommy. Done with that part. I think that they told everything that they needed to tell. So the next episode is not going to, did you watch the preview for the next episode? I did. And it's Joel still stove up and there's like a group of people that, Oh, you can come live with us. And Ellie's like fighting against them. (laughs) So I'll go over this again next week, obviously, but I just wanted to tell you two things that I told Julia. One, there's two main guys in that scene. And one of them is wearing like a wool hat. Yes. Yep. That's Troy Baker, who did the voice of Joel in the video game. Okay. The number two thing is this was, and my buddy John and I have been talking about how are they going to do this? Are they going to do this? We've been waiting for this part because in the game, when Joel gets injured like this, like we're following along what happens. There was no DLC there, but this next part is the first time in the game where it switches and you take over as Ellie. So like the whole game, you're playing as Joel, strictly as Joel. You're seeing everything from his point of view. And then when he gets stove up, suddenly you're playing Ellie and you're like, oh, shit, like this is different. And she's a small girl. Like she knows a little bit how to shoot, but she is not Joel. She can't stand toe to toe with these guys or anything like that. So it becomes a whole different game at that point. And it's so, yeah, they are right on track for these last two episodes. I know the beats that are going to play out. They're they're spot on. And I cannot wait. This is the episode that I've been looking forward to more than any other one. So, yeah. All right. Interesting. All right. Yep. Well, I got nothing else. I think that was it for me, too. Okay. Well, I'm on Twitter. I'm Superstar Mel. I'm kind of on Twitter. Uh, the Quantum Geek, G33K. Yeah, since they changed the formula and everything, I find it more annoying than anything. Yeah. 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 <laughs> I'm, an, I'm more annoyed by it than anything. So, yeah. I don't. Even, I don't yeah. But anyhow, uh, that's the show. We'll talk to you next week.